0: And this is episode 14 of Bases Loaded, and it is here. The World Series is among us. We're wrapping up, the ALCS and NLCS it is a Rays-Dodgers World Series. Both games, both series in the ALCS and the NLCS, both went into game sevens. Very exciting. Uh, as you may know, Braves blew a 3-1 lead, and Cody Bellinger had a massive home run last night, and absolutely just it was it was a mammoth home run and he dislocated his shoulder while celebrating. But other than that, this uh the series was very exciting to watch. There were some fans in the stands. Zach Campbell, famous baseball YouTuber, got to get into see some of the action and uh, it was fun to watch. So I mean what do we see from the series? Uh, let's talk about Dodgers Braves first. I think, you know, the series was pretty obviously it was a pretty
1: heroic comeback um, down to their final game of the year, came back from 3-1. And I think the best, the, the most impressive part about it is, was, even though, you know, they didn't really have the starting pitching depth that, that uh, the Braves, Astros, or, or Rays had throughout the playoffs, um, just with Bueller and Kershaw, And then you had May and Gonsolin only really going a maximum of three or four innings uh, throughout the series. So that was just a pretty impressive performance by the pitching staff was my biggest takeaway.
2: Yeah, and good management of that pitching staff by Dave Roberts, who has definitely gotten a lot of criticism in recent years, Um, kind of oftentimes finding himself in similar situations missing at least one pure starter um, that he would need. And you, in the past few years, the story's been that he's mismanaged, especially Clayton Kershaw and the back end of that Dodgers bullpen, including Kenley Jansen. And this year, there were some after game two, um, and then after the blowout in game four, I did see a lot of fire Dave Roberts on Twitter. But the last three games, I think he did a really excellent job Um, of getting as much as possible out of the resources he had. Um, He didn't have to use Clayton Kershaw in Game 7, which I was kind of hoping that he'd get a chance, uh, Kershaw would get a chance to prove once and for all that he can handle the postseason, and or to prove once and for all that he just really can't um, something up with him in the postseason, that causes him to struggle in the big spotlight. But he was able to use Julio Urias for the last uh, three Three or four innings, innings. last three innings of that game Um, after May and Gonsolin didn't start it off so well, but he was able to get them through it and get the Dodgers through that series.
3: Yeah, even last year after they lost the Nationals in game five, uh, there was speculation he would be fired. He used Kershaw out of the bullpen. And Kershaw led off back-to-back home runs to start it um, led to a Nationals game five win. He didn't use Kershaw out of the bullpen, as you mentioned. And, I mean, it's really tough to manage a bullpen game, but it's becoming more and more common. And it's become much more common in this year's playoff format with the no-off days between, like, during the series. They're going to have that for the World Series now. But they had seven straight games, so they couldn't really, you know, fast track a starter or anything like that. So he definitely managed well. It could be some of the upper management that they've got input, but definitely more common to see that in today's game now.
0: <laughs>
1: um Yeah, also just another thing. MVP Corey Seager just had a really just amazing NLCS. I I think people just forget how, how good he is. And in 2016, he was a rookie, I think unanimous rookie of the year, if I'm not mistaken. And then he even got some MVP votes. Um, Obviously Chris Bryant won in 2016, but even though he's had a couple of injuries, including Tommy John, he's just still such a great hitter at the plate and, definitely proved it in the NLCS.
2: Yeah, I mean, he yeah. his rookie year was so good, and then everyone kind of forgot about him once Bellinger started uh, putting up MVP numbers, and they got Mookie now, um, and then guys like Chris Taylor continued to play well. Max Muncie broke out yeah. in his infield, so he... Tom,
0: we're we talking about Mookie Betts. Can we go back? Let's talk about that catch there. People are saying that when he robbed that catch on the wall, that was about 12 feet high. Do we believe that?
3: Yeah, the wall, I think, is definitely 12 feet high. It's a pretty big stadium. Um, But I think the most impressive part about that catch was his momentum was going the other way. He was kind of running towards his right and leaned over to his left while in midair and caught it. But uh, back to Corey Seager, he had – like a really good series and I think people definitely forgot about him in like the two two years ish maybe more where he was hurt Chris Taylor filled in for him at shortstop and he was really good I mean he was he filled the role perfectly fine and just like that two hitter spot is really forgotten about even because it's not the three hitter and it's not the leadoff guy and he's really effective there
2: Yeah um also another I mean, the Dodgers has just had so many breakout players every year that you kind of, unless they continue to perform at an MVP level like Bellinger has, people forget about him a little bit. Max Muncy right. has kind of fallen off the big-time, well-known... Uh, like big coming up drink, and coming I guess. Because he's still been very good. But he just hasn't been as good as he was kind of that breakout season he had. Um, but he also he struggled a little bit in the series. Um, another guy recently, Will Smith, um, broke out last year, maybe two years ago as um, last year, last year I think as a catcher. And he uh he would turn the series around. They were down two one, uh, six inning against the Atlanta Bullpen, hit a three-run homer. Three run. Three one. Three one, yeah. Uh, hit a three-run homer off fellow. Will Smith, thing, baseball
3: player, uh, fellow yeah. Will
2: Smith baseball player, left-handed pitcher,
3: actor.
2: for the Braves. Um, which was a great moment, and really was what turned that series around. I'm looking, and I'm pretty sure after that point, actually, no, in Game Seven, the Dodgers did have a short lead at the start, but for most of it, um, that really was the turning point. The Dodgers ran away with that game, dominated game six, and then were able to come from behind again in game seven. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Were the yeah. were the uh um were the Indians the last team to blow a three one lead? Yes. I think so, yeah. 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 I think they said that at the end of the game last night that the last
2: three mm-hmm. one lead loss was the Indians. Uh, mm-hmm. those Something 2 two zero leads in the DS. I think last year the Dodgers blew one. So Yes, yeah. they did. Those happen.
1: No, no 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 no. That was not they did not play
3: 2-0. they were up two one to the Nationals, I think. And the Nationals won home game four and then in LA game five. Yeah. Yes. So something I noticed while watching the Dodgers was that a lot of their like homegrown left-handed hitters all have just really similar swings. Like they all kind of stand tall and have like small strides. Like Bellinger, Muncie, Corey Seeger. Um, and even if you think back to like Alex Verdugo, who's now on the Red Sox, a very similar swing. Do you think that's a big, like thing that happens in a de- developmental process in the minor leagues Have they come up that way?
1: Probably. Um, obviously it's a common theme. They've had a bunch of good left-handed hitters, not, not in just the past three or so years, but really this whole decade, like I can think, I know they weren't necessarily homegrown, but like agon grandal um andre Ethier. so yeah they just have a always had left-handed hitting
2: talent so yeah
3: and they're all really I think, their swings
2: I th- and there's a difference too between guys like verdugo bellinger who kind of have been top prospects their whole career and then guys like muncie i guess chris taylor who they kind of like turned into stars um, I think especially like the Muncie Taylor type guys who kind of were struggling a lot and then the Dodgers kind of found something in them, turned their careers around. I think those, it definitely makes sense that they would have similar swings. They kind of found something that worked with one guy and tried to apply it to a bunch of other guys. Verdugo and Bellinger, that might be more just of a coincidence or more just a little bit of coaching because usually when you got a top prospect like that you're not messing around too much with right, the right. swing if they've been successful though also that might be part of the reason the Dodgers were interested in them in the first place is they saw that swing path and that mm-hmm. kind of the bat path that they liked um and that's what attracted them to those kind of guys in the first
3: place do you think the two world series teams are maybe just like the best developmental player development teams because the Dodgers are so good at getting these young guys up and the Rays are good at the same thing, basically.
1: Yeah, I think think they're
3: they're, probably, yeah. yeah.
1: And the Rays more so just turning, not necessarily their homegrown talent, just trading for for these younger guys and making them super talented. That's especially on the pitching staff. That's kind of their skill set.
3: Yeah, I think the Rays have the most players in this postseason acquired via the trade.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw um, that graphic, a lot of yeah.
3: our pitchers that kind of looked like they had an upside but were really bad. And I guess they turned them into, the, yeah, like Pete Fairbanks, Nick Anderson, uh, all these guys who had a lot of problems with other teams. And even hitters, too, they've turned into, like, Yandy Diaz and Mike Brossel. Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell you know those guys were nobodies essentially for some
0: reason I thought G-Man Choi was doing a lot better than he's actually doing and I don't know why but just looking into his baseball reference right now and his 2020 stats I thought he would hit for a lot more power this year he only had three home runs this year kind of surprising
1: yeah I think he, although he did it a right-handed home run this year, that was one of his three. He's just, he's mainly just a guy who only hits against righties and then either Brasso or Yandy, Yandy Diaz is uh, the platoon guy. And I, I mean, he's a really, he really excels at getting on base and taking walks. I think that's kind of what he's in the lineup for. I don't think they're expecting him to go deep every time he's up, but um
3: yeah. Yeah, the Rays use a lot of platoon players. You see guys like Manuel Margot hitting leadoff against the lefty, and then he might not be in the order the next day, or he'll be there basically just for defense and Hunter Renfro versus lefties and uh, a bunch of other guys that they use that are not big names because they play essentially half the games. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting how they use that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so
1: I guess we'll talk about the ALCS. Um, Chase, thoughts?
0: You're muted. <laughs> nice job. I, I thought it get... was a very good series. Um, I thought, you know, Randy is just an absolute powerhouse. Um, he came out of nowhere this postseason and is tearing it up. So he was definitely he's – he's just such a fun player to watch, and every time he comes, comes up to the plate, you know he's going to do something big. So uh, that was really fun to watch. Ray's bullpen. Also very fun to watch. The Braves are – I'm just – I want the Rays to win it all, I think, because even though I had the Dodgers winning it all in my first bracket, you know, the underdog, I'm going with the, the Rays. I think they just had a great season, and they're, they're the fun team to watch. So.
3: Yeah, I agree, for sure. They're really Their bullpen is really exciting. A lot of guys that have real nasty stuff. And even they're starting pitching class now, Morton, um, Blake Snell. And they're hitters, you know, you just never know
0: who's gonna. I mean, they're balling on a budget, so
3: totally. They had Garrett Cole's this year's salary is more than the Rays entire starting lineup when they faced him, which is mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah. This,
2: uh, yeah, this series, um, much better series than I was expecting. Um, It didn't look like it at first. Rays up three nothing, but then the Astros battled back all the way to three zero uh to three three. And going into game seven, I was not confident about the race chances. Yeah. Like they looked done. The Astros had all the momentum it looked like. Um even though but whatever. Um and the Astros just really looked like they were about they had the energy and they were gonna win this thing. And the race just looked like defeated. They were defeated. Um uh, but then they jumped on them early in the first inning and really mm-hmm. uh showed why they were so good once you got, once they got that three nothing lead, there was nothing that the Astros could do off them.
3: I thought yeah. got a quick hook. He got taken out of the game in the fifth inning. And so he retired 13 straight batters going into this. And then he got one out in the fifth and then walked someone on four pitches. He got a force out. So there's two outs run around first. He got a, Rolled a ground ball, but it was a tough play, and he had first and third with two outs. No really hard contact in the inning. I think they should have kept him in. I know the, the Rays probably have kind of a script to follow, and they know which guys they're going to go to when, but I feel like he could have gone seven or eight innings in that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you it's a similar argument to, like, Kyle Hendricks in Game 7 uh, yeah. of the 2016 World Series, where it's just kind of – no matter kind of what how they're pitching i think just you know you're talking you let them know beforehand like this is what we're trying to follow let the team know and especially with the raised bullpen that they have guys like nick anderson um and castilla who have been proven to go more than one inning and um kind of eat up those later innings if they have to so i i think although i would have left him in i think i agree with you zach i i don't see why this is a um why this move was made i see why it was made
2: yeah i mean when your bullpen's that good you really just don't want to take any risks at all with your starter <laughs> especially the going the uh, third time through the banning order once they've already seen him twice you just really can't take any uh Any risks like that, you don't want to worry about, oh, saving the bullpen for a later date when you have a couple off days before game one, and you really just got to focus on winning the game. Right.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I guess this goes back to we talked about, I think, last week or the week before that you can Mm -hmm. try to get, like, your starter locked in in a game seven type deal. And I think he was locked in. He looked great.
1: Yeah. Grunting.
3: he He was at 60 pitches in the fifth inning with two outs I mean but with the tying run coming up third time around the batting order the analytics would say not to keep him in I guess especially with the bullpen you've got but I feel like with the eye test he could have he could have gone way farther in that one Mm
2: -hmm. yeah all right so these Dodgers Two one seeds facing off wouldn't have expected that, honestly, with a sixteen team playoff map, But
3: by the way, that was my original prediction at the start of this postseason, and yep, my me prediction too. before this. Before Actually, this... I said
1: Cubs, but no, yeah. no, you said yeah before the season. I said Rays over Dodgers. That's good. Before the season,
3: I said Rays Braves, which I was so close to.
2: Yeah.
1: By
3: the way, on Wednesday morning, we all woke up with a three nothing series and a two nothing series, and it felt like it was over. And then we saw two game sevens, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, especially especially the Rays series. Because like at that I point, know. I didn't even want a good series. I coming from a guy who is definitely rooting for the Rays. I just wanted them um, get this, yeah. go to the World Series, and have some rest days. You I, know, I didn't I didn't want to see an exciting series
0: at that point. If the Rays. If the Rays do win it all, like if I know, like it's COVID season and whatnot, like how much is it gonna impact their like revenue stream and like taking in money and maybe help them with like free agents um in this upcoming season now, like will they get? And I, I know they're a smaller market, so like how is it gonna? How do you think that's gonna like affect their like off season? I
2: don't think it's gonna have a huge effect at all. I mean, they're not getting a big postseason ticket boost. They'll get some of it from from uh, the Globe Life field games, but I think a big chunk, it's only 20% attendance. A big chunk goes to the league. A big chunk will probably go to the Dodgers, and a chunk probably goes, goes to the Globe league Life for, field. for hosting. Yeah. So they really won't get much ticket revenue. They'll sell World Series champions hats and stuff, but that's really not going to be a huge financial boost for them, especially in this season. I don't think it'll dramatically impact how aggressive they can be in free agency. And I think it may give them a couple extra million dollars to spend, but I don't think it's going to have a huge
3: effect on
2: the overall payroll for next season. Yeah, also, I think
3: the Rays team, that's not going to have much free agent space. But I think they will get just a lot more fans and people rooting for the Rays. As you can see with us, me and Jack, definitely rooting for the Rays this whole season from the AL.
0: How are like if going back to the free agency part, if players, um, if they were like negotiating with players in free agency, and like that being going to the World Series is like huge and whatnot, and like players want to, if free agents that want to be in a, a competitive market and be on a team that's competing for a championship, even though it's COVID season, do you think players would like understand that? Like, maybe during a a regular, like, 162-game season that the Rays may have not been as competitive, or do you think they would have?
3: I
1: think, like, I – yeah, I hate this argument, especially coming from – or from Yankees fans who say, like, (laughs) oh, well, in a 162-game season, the Yankees, their injuries' woes won't affect them as much. And, I mean, in a 60-game season, and the Rays won the division by seven games, I think it was, I mean, they're so dominant. And I don't care how long the season is, they're clearly the best team. Obviously, they beat the Yankees in the playoffs um, just a few weeks ago. So, I think I, – I don't like that argument at
3: all. The Rays won 96 games last season. They won 90 games the year before. And this year they won 40 out of 60. Which is pretty good. I don't know what what is does that translate. One hundred eight wins. Yeah. That's insane. That's the best team in baseball for sure, and they're definitely showing it. I think they're the best team in baseball, definitely in the American League. Yeah. I don't. Yeah.
2: and I don't think I still don't think that it's going to affect free agency very much. They never right. sign any of any big num- big name free agents ever. Like mm-hmm. Charlie Martin is the. Charlie yeah, Moore like, is the biggest signing they yeah. had in a long time, and that was like two years for, like, I don't know the number. but
3: I mean, you see that with their starting lineup. If two years ago, you tried to name a few players that were going to be on the Rays in their World Series appearance in 2020. Maybe you'd say, I guess, Kevin Kiermaier because he's been on the Rays, but no big names and definitely none coming from free agency.
2: Mm-hmm. The only yeah, free like- agents they do sign are the very cheap minimum salary guys who can fill a platoon yeah. role or fill out yeah. the back of their bullpen. And they identify those guys and they usually tend to be one of the only teams
3: interested in those guys. So there really isn't a lot of competition yeah. ever. Yeah, they, they remake these players into better players. Just they see the potential in them and they see how they can make them better. And they use them as a platoon yeah. spot or getting guys like Aaron loop at the back end of the bullpen just to get a weird lefty sidearm guy to for a different look. But it yeah. looks to
0: me, I'm looking at the Rays contracts right now, and they don't really have any big-name free agents, like, coming into this year. They pretty much have right. everyone locked up for, this, for the 2021 season. 2022, uh, Charlie Morton's a free agent, so is Yoshi, and Mike Zanino is a free agent, so is Chaz Rowe. Um, but that's pretty much it for the next year after that. So, I mean, next year, it sounds like their team is going to be pretty much um, a lot similar unless they get rid of some guys. Um, yeah. Or they get out, like, rid Wong of guys before they come, become free agents. Like right.
2: Tom FAM. you saw. They try to get right. value from guys while they well, still... They got play. a Rosary.
1: No, they got them from the Cardinals. Well,
2: for for
3: Liberty,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like... On these trades, at like especially the Tommy Pham trade, I know like Hunter Renfro didn't play like the way they thought he uh, he would, but they they I mean especially like the Emilio Pagán trade, they got Manuel Margot for Emilio Pagán, and um, despite yeah Pagán being their arguably their best reliever last year, they got Manny Margot who's turned into one of their better hitters, uh, especially during the postseason. It's just you know they. I don't know how they do it. They
0: just do it yeah. year in, year out, and it's crazy.
3: Something really,
0: Going back to what Jacob said, who do we think? Who do you guys think that they may like want to get rid of um, in this free, in this upcoming season? Do you think they want to try to shop? Around, do you think they're going to try to shop around anyone?
2: I think probably so. veteran bullpen
0: names. Yeah. Like, Loop maybe just like guys they've like reclaimed into. Loop's actually Loop's a free agent in twenty twenty one.
3: Alvarado, maybe even just because he's been not great the last few years, but had a really good, I think, 2019 breakout year. Maybe you never know. I think they can really tell something about, yeah, well, guy's going to be not great next year. Let's try to get some value for someone that we think is going to be
2: really good.
1: One guy like Brandon Lau, I think, especially with the depth that they have in their farm system at the position. Mm Um, I know he's not getting
2: paid a lot and he's they signed him to an extension actually. A did they? Okay. Long extension. So I doubt I Willie William Ian Franco are the guys they have penciled in at yeah. that position long term, but like Joey Wendell, I think, could definitely be on mm-hmm. the move. Yandi Diaz could be on the move. Um, but you mm-hmm. never know what they're gonna do, who who they see yeah. as part of their
3: plans and who they don't. So yeah. you guys got winning the World Series and how many games?
1: You know I'm gonna go first. I I said it. I'm not. I, you think I'm changing my answer from game before the season or before the postseason? No, definitely the Rays. Um, and I'm gonna go in seven games. I think that this is gonna be a super competitive series, super exciting to one team um, with a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of money. Um, Versus you know the Rays, who we have talked about millions of times on this podcast, is just this, as Chase says, balling on a budget team. So yeah, I'm gonna go Rays and seven.
3: I was gonna say seven as well. They are kind of the opposite teams. I, I like that comparison: the big Los Angeles Hollywood mookie bets versus the the trop.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is the crappiest. No, no. I'm going – I think Dodgers in six. I think they lose – I think Dodgers actually do lose game one because um, I don't think Kershaw will pitch well. And then I think they do crawl back and then get to three games. they will probably be three and one and then lose, lose, the, lose the fifth game and then win the sixth game.
2: Before I make my – yeah, before I make my pick, I just want to point out that I was four for four in the division series and two for two in the championship series. So I think basically I'm just going to – whoever I say is just about to this thing. Oh, yeah,
0: just the computer. And
2: unfortunately for Jack and Zach, the Dodgers are just too good. The, they showed – after battling back in that series against the Braves, there was no stopping them. The Rays looked shaky, game four, games four, five, six. Um, I think the Dodgers' offense is going to be the only team in ba- the only offense in baseball that can really damage the Rays' pitching. And I think the Rays' offense really isn't that good. And the Dodgers' pitching, especially Kershaw, Bueller, are going to shut them down. I think after two games, after back-to-back seven-game series, it's going to be a shorter one. I'll take Dodgers in five.
0: Oh, to the Dutchers,
3: apparently.
1: That hurts, Jacob. I'm sorry. I I, I I I I hope agree. I'm not. I hope I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah,
3: you're you're rooting for the Rays. Right? I'm rooting
1: for the Rays. I'm rooting oh, for yeah. a
2: seven. I'm rooting for the game seven, of course. Rays yes. podcast. Okay.
3: I saw something earlier today on. So now there's off days. They're gonna have the first two games and oh day, really three yeah. games, then an off day, then game six and seven. So I heard someone saying if. The Rays try to use all their best bullpen guys and all their best pitchers in all these games, which they most likely will because they're going to have an off day. The Dodgers could get really good looks at them, and once they get to Game Seven, since the Dodgers are such an experienced playoff team, they can see these guys so much and really light them up in Game Six and Seven. Or do you think they try to use some of those other guys out of the bullpen to? to I mean, we saw. Ian Anderson and Max Freed did
2: not pitch as well the second time around um, against the Dodgers. So I think that is a valid point about them being able to learn about, learn by about pitching by uh, seeing them a second time and being able to, um, being able to make adjustments very well. I think the Rays also, the Rays know that. And if they, and I think that they will try to be smart about not overusing guys early in the series. But I also think that if they have a one-run lead in the fifth inning, that they just got to go win that game. Yeah. Right. They got to Yeah.
3: Game.
2: Yeah. But especially
3: yep. you might see Curtis or someone else like that. Yeah.
2: Aaron
1: <laughs> Um I think that. I think this is an interesting question that these off days, these new off days, who do you think it benefits more? Because I do think it benefits both teams, Um, especially just the Dodgers. I don't think that they have the starting pitching depth um, that they kind of expected to have Um, that anybody expected to have uh, for them to have, Mm -hmm. because you look at Bueller and Kershaw, obviously Kershaw, we know is postseason experience, but they're, they're their two-headed monster and then it really gets shaky in the back end of the rotation and if you can have that off day to have bueller go game five um i think that's super helpful and then you obviously have the Rays with three clear you know starter one starter yeah ace aces in their starting rotation and then some decent uh starters at the end of their rotation so if you can have Glass now and Snell in, in the games five and six, I think that's obviously a benefit for them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I
3: think Glass now they could adjust really easily too because he's really just a two pitch pitcher. He's got a fastball and a really nasty curveball. But we'll see how that turns Schleet. out. Yeah, do
0: you think, I, what do we think like the what do you guys think the ratings are gonna be like? Just like the T V viewership now like the nfl is going on right now like what do we think it's gonna because to be honest with you i thought in the alcs and nlcs i think more people are probably watching nfl games than alcs and nlcs how do you yeah. how do you think that's going to differ in the world series
2: yes yeah, sunday night football beat the nlcs game seven by a very wide by three or four million viewers last night and the LA Rams were one of the teams playing, so people in LA were most likely watching the Dodgers, and still Sunday Night Football destroyed them. So I think yeah. it's I think it's going to be rough. Um, at least yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday for the first couple games, there's not there's nothing competing with them. Thursday uh, Night Football on NFL Network is going to be very interesting. <laughs>
3: yeah, on that what that?
2: day?
1: On
3: Thursday. Thursday not Night Football. Off day Thursday. Off day Thursday. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday games. Yes. So that, yeah, that Sunday night is not going to be great. And I guess Saturday with college football. But game seven on a Wednesday should be okay, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys see that Joe Buck is going to have like a full week? He's going to be announcing a game every night except for like next Monday or something.
1: Yeah, because he announced today's uh, Chiefs Monday night or Monday afternoon game, and then he'll have. Did world Series week. football
3: world series, world series world football. Thursday night football, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Trivia. Where did Joe Buck go to college? Um Syracuse. No. Saint Louis. Missouri. No. I'm probably you Missouri. No. No. St. Louis guy now. Yale. No. <laughs> I just tell us. Indiana. Ah. I you? It says he did not graduate.
3: Wow. Good to know. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so should we move on to our simulation?
0: Yes.
2: All right, so to, uh, to kick off the start of the World Series, Zach and Jack are both going to draft a lineup and, and a few pitchers. Um, a few, I think. Yeah, we'll go three starters and five relievers each. Um, and you can use starters in the bullpen or however you want to manage that. Um, okay. So, and then I am going to as quickly as possible put the rosters into out-of-the-park baseball and simulate the seven-game series. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's get going with it. I mean, who wants to pick first? We'll
0: see. Um, Chase, who gets first pick? Yeah, Chase. I'm going to go... Zach. I think Zach should get first pick. By the way,
1: Zach
2: is going to have the Dodgers and Jack will have the Rays because Jack... Do has I get second been... too? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think just back and forth. I think Jack's been a Rays fan for longer, so we'll, give, we'll give him the Rays and Zach gets the Dodgers. So, go ahead. Zach. Uh, one sec, one sec. First pick?
3: I think it's a pretty obvious first pick. The 2018 MVP... Goes by the name of Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Market,
2: right.
3: As his birth name is. Yeah, that'll have to be my first pick. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Right. I am going oh, to go. By the way, before, before you guys keep going, this won't affect Zach's pick, but the ratings are like weighted based on what they've been doing like the whole postseason. So, like, they're completely okay. up to date. Okay, so, like, Randy Rosarena sure. is a very. Okay. I mean, Jack. I think he's probably going to be an 80 overall. who-all.
3: But Corey Seager is also great Jack, if you want to pick him.
1: This is a – I mean, this is a very uh, tough selection for me. Uh, obviously, I love Randy Rosarena. I think Corey Seager is one of the most underappreciated players in the league. So we're going to go with Randy Ooh. Rosarena. <laughs> so which, which position do you want him at? I want him – I want him in.
3: You can change it late if you need to. I, I'll put him, in, put him in right. Okay. Yeah. Because there's no other right fielder to draft. Um, yeah, I guess that'll leave me with Corey Seager at shortstop.
2: All right.
1: Back yeah. to Jack. Cody. Cody Bellinger. He's mm-hmm. not had the greatest two years, but Cody in center.
3: All right. So where does this leave me at? Um
2: you can go with the draft pitching now too. You don't have to wait. Oh yeah, I'll
3: take um Yeah, I'll take Tyler Glass now. Tyler Glass now. That's my pick. He's great. Alright. No explanation needed.
1: Yeah. Um I'm going to go with let's go with uh let's go with Blake Snell. I think great. he has a slight slight edge over Charlie Morton.
3: Okay. I I think I agree. I'm going to take Walker Bueller Mm -hmm. as my next pitcher.
1: Jack. This is tough for me. Um, I would like Jacob to move. Actually, let's go Charlie Morton.
2: Uh, Just make it easy. uh, Okay. Yeah, Zach had taken. The, uh, those three pitchers, you might have been in some trouble. So, even them yeah. up. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah, I'm actually – I'll finish up my pitching, my starting pitching, and I'm going to take Clayton Kershaw. You know, we all know the storyline between his postseason struggles, but he might throw it out of the, out of the water this year. Never know.
1: Okay, I'm going to take a position player I'm going with. I'm going to go Will Smith. I think he has a clear edge over Zanino. Um, So, yeah.
3: Interesting. All right. Um, I'm going to take – let's go with Brandon Lau at second base. Fill up my middle infield with Lau Seager. Even though Brandon Lau has been in a bit of a slump, but we'll, we'll go.
1: At third base, I want Justin Turner.
0: I just That was a good pick, Jack. Mhm. I think he'll do well. I'll pick. Um.
3: I'm gonna go with Max Muncy at first base. I think. Might throw something around there, but we'll see.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go. This may be a reach at this point, but we're going Nick Anderson. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know how I play but i know he's going to get a lot of action this world series so yeah. i think he was going to
3: pick um i'm going to go with austin meadows at my dh all right
1: okay um let's go with uh let's go with uh arias I think another guy. I'm gonna. Yeah. Bull- oh, I wanted him in the bullpen.
3: I, right. I got you. I got you. Um, I'm gonna take my first bullpen arm. I'm gonna go with Diego Castillo out of the Rays bullpen. Big right-hander. Oh, to the Dodgers. All right.
1: Okay. Uh, let's go with. Um. Let's go with. Let's go with Manny Margot and left.
0: Now, are we doing this based off OOTP? or are we going to do this based off fantasy points, like, kind of? I, I think, think we'll do both, here. actually. Yeah,
2: so we'll do it real quick in OTP, see what happens. and Then we can also, over the course of the series, see how it plays out. Gotcha. I'm going to
3: take – well, I guess fielding doesn't really matter, but this maybe a stretch. I'm taking Joey Wendell at third base. Interesting. My guy.
1: Love no Jerry Wendell.
3: He looks great.
1: Yeah. It's a great pick. Um another guy that I'm gonna go with. Um this might be another stretch, but going with my boy Pete Fairbanks.
2: Okay. Hey. Just love Pete Fairbanks. I'm pretty sure the game loves him. The game yeah. has been oh, a, wow. a huge my, fan of his performance recently. Watching
1: with with my dad, he says I'd hate to be Pete Fairbanks' dad watching my son almost blow the game in every game.
3: <laughs> that's that's so. good. I'm gonna take for my bullpen Dustin May. Actually, he can pitch in relief. He's real good.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I'm gonna go another bullpen arm. Actually, I mean, I,
0: why is no one know, taking Rota?
1: I'm Just taking right. Bruised are right now.
0: I think that was. I think that has been a long time. I think he should have been one of the first relievers to be picked. To be well, honest with you,
3: he doesn't I mean, have he much experience. Long. Really young, and he's not getting saves. He's, he's been awesome.
0: lights out though.
3: I'm gonna take. I can't believe this bullpen guy has come here, but Kenley Jansen. He's had a lot of struggles. He's been real bad recently, but with some rest, he, he might get a save or two. He might look good.
0: Jay, but going back to it, did you think? Bruce waiter do you think he was at Star. do you think he was taken at the right time there, or do you think he should have been taken a little earlier?
2: um, I mean, I'm looking at the game's ratings. I think Urius was drafted too early, and I think Zach when he took May over him, that was probably a mistake. but other than that, I mean he's been solid. he hasn't gotten a lot of strikeouts. Um and even though he throws 100, he really doesn't get strikeouts, which is kind of surprising. But He throws a sinker. He's a sinker baller, really. Yeah, and a he's a liar. sinker baller, so he gets ground balls. So the game doesn't love that. It's big on, like, fit and uh, basically predictive Strike performance out. instead of descriptive pass performance. So I think it's a decent pick. It probably could have come a bit sooner. Um, yeah, not? go ahead. Wait. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's
3: Zach. Okay. Um, Wait. You just I... went
1: Kenley. Or no? Did yeah. I go Bruce? Well, yo. Yeah, it's no, Jack.
3: No, just... Yeah, it's me. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. We're gonna go with my last bullpen arm. Going with the side armor, Ryan Thompson.
3: Oh, interesting. That yeah. a lot... Okay. Uh. Okay. Now I've got a good strategy here. I'm gonna take hunter renfro and i'll put him in left field i guess
1: all right or actually um, am I, no 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 he already
3: picked no um, to yeah meadows i'm gonna put austin meadows in left field hunter Renfro, and dh just yeah
0: you know. i have I a question I, should whoever has the world series mvp on their team get let's say like Five extra points if we're doing like fantasy points, or should they get some sort of reward for having the, the World the Series fact, MVP on their team?
2: No, the fact that they have him on their team will we'll
0: help them enough em.
2: of like
1: a
0: yeah.
2: help to their stats that I don't think it's going to matter. Jack okay. right.
1: already has. Her. I want you to move Cody Bellinger to first base.
2: I want Kevin Very I think that's a really good pick. Um, the de- I can't spell, but that's the defense. Gets a defensive element, gets another left handed bat. Um,
3: I think that's a yeah. good.
0: I mean, I need a center right. field. Could it be possible if you just do like war and whoever has like whoever is leading in like in a seven game series? James. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay, actually, I've got a crazy move here. All right. Uh, all right. So I want you to, I, I don't know if this is legal, but I'm going to move Mookie Best to center field. Okay. I'm going to move. Brandon Loud at left field, and I guess Meadows in right, because he did start a game in left field recently. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, and, I don't know what the game's ratings are going to be, but it'll let you do that, so we'll see okay. what
3: happens. And I'm going to put uh, Mike Brasso at second base.
1: We'll move. Um, let's got, Um, I want... We're gonna go we're gonna
0: get uh Chris Taylor in at second. Alright. I'm 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 surprised not Yoshi at DH. I mean Ugh. He's not he's back not really playing. playing. He really isn't
3: back. He um, has he
1: has okay. two hits this postseason, Chase.
3: I'm gonna take Blake Trin in the bullpen.
1: Nice. There's one
2: reliever, reliever left. I don't know if Zach's gonna pick him.
3: That I mean, you have no more. Look, oh, you have a starting pitcher spot. Jack does.
2: Jack has a starting spot, and he can move guys to. He move uh, Julio to it and take a reliever. Yeah, but there's that's, one reliever left that the game loves. And that's what he, I want
1: you to do. I want you to move uh, Julio there,
2: and there's two would, two relievers that. Very good additions to both teams,
1: so yeah, I think like i I feel like it might be um, Jose Alvarado just because he's i know he hasn't he was hurt, but I feel like he could have an impact on the game i don't really know how it works, but I, I hate Pedro Baez because he's just so you yeah. know playing Pete plot game speed but I'm thinking, I, I'm looking at the rosters. I'm not seeing,
2: like, I don't know who you're referring to. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of random, like, how they do it. But it does seem like they really, really focus on past, mo- recent performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say.
3: I think I know who it is, but
2: I don't have okay.
1: to. I'm, not, actually. I'm going John Curtis. He was not one of
3: them. Oh, no way. Well, I'm taking him regardless if it's this guy. I need a left-handed pitcher. I just realized I'm taking Ryan Yarbrough. Oh,
2: just I thought to... you were going someone else with that. It was Yovo. You was I was getting one one. about Aaron. Luke? Was it? It was Victor Gonzalez and Aaron oh. Slagos. Slaggers. I don't know. Slagers. Wow.
1: Okay, that's very interesting.
2: Um. So know let's what... go.
1: DH. Let's go G-man, um, just stick him there. G-
3: G-man Choi.
2: Man, boom.
3: And then I'm going to take Mike Zunino and my catcher. All right.
1: Um, bench spot, I want – let's go with um, – I'm thinking here. Oh, what just happened? Um, I don't know. This guy hasn't, has not performed at all, but I think he could just be a good platoon guy. I'm going Yandy. Yandy, yes.
3: Um, I'm actually going more for like a utility guy that I just put anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, I was going to say Chris Taylor at the spot, but you already took him.
1: Ooh, there's one guy in here that – two guys that I wish I took. I did not even look at the Dodgers. Mm. But, but go Rays, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll take Kike Hernandez, Enrique. Yeah. Yeah, he can play any position. He's going to be in the lineup. He's good.
1: Yeah, right. so that leaves me with Willie Adamas. I'm not that unhappy with that pick. I just saved him because I couldn't get Corey Seager. So. Mm. All
2: right, so – I'm gonna go through real quick, make sure the rosters are the way we want them.
3: Wait, I got want to move Hunter Renfro to okay. right field, by the way, and Austin Meadows to DH. Okay. But yeah, I, I have some managerial decisions, you
2: know. All right. So, you guys, got any trivia questions, or, otherwise, you can just give your predictions on whose team you think's going whose team you think's gonna win.
3: I actually do have a trivia question. Um, As we know, Julio Urias closed out the game three innings in game seven, and he also did not allow a hit. Can you name the last and only other player to close out a winner-take-all game without allowing a hit three innings or more?
2: I'm um, going to say mad bomb. Game seven of the World Series. It's A like, good guess. Feel like there's it's probably been one more recent.
3: Incorrect. He let up a few hits, and I recall the two-out triple, oh, most inside part. No oh, yeah. out
2: triple, mm-hmm. right?
3: By Alex Gordon. out. Gordon. Oh yeah, no, out. nobody out. That's right. right?
1: There's a no out triple. I thought. Yeah, Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello that, with a. The, no they, d- they did not have any winner-take-all games in that postseason.
3: Yeah, the Red Sox.
1: Um. Is it more recent than Mad Bum? No. Two thousands?
3: No. I, I was gonna that was gonna be my next my next hint is the year does not start with a two.
2: Ooh. Uh Mariano Rivera like No like ninety I don't even know. <laughs>
3: no. Not more than three innings. It has to be a long save.
2: Rob Bibble.
3: Nope. <laughs> actually Hello,
0: somehow. Bartolo no. somehow it was oh.
3: his line i believe was 5 innings no hits i don't know how many strikeouts or can you give us the year the year was 1999 that was and, like game. andy pettit nope it was not like, in the let's world. see it, oh it was but actually it. game 5 it was game 5 of a division series well
1: I, was it it might, probably wasn't a yankee
3: it was not a yankee
1: Give us the theme.
3: The Yankees are his daddy. If that gives any hints, if I'm sure some listeners have gotten it by now, actually, he was a Red Sox. Pedro. It was Pedro Martinez game five against the Cleveland Indians. That team has like six Hall of Famers, or should have been Hall, should be statistically Hall of Famers in their batting order, and. Five innings, no hits. He was just insane in that game. Put the team on his back to go for the championship series.
2: Losses are taking a little while to get set up, but we should be good to go pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Um. I am afraid to, afraid to say that Cody Reed, my Bizarro. Um. Position or player that the Rays were going to turn into a stud in this postseason has not made a postseason appearance. Nice. Um, I, I forget who you guys had, but mine was Cody
2: Reed. Who did I have? I completely forgot. About, I remember yeah.
3: talking about this. I didn't say Randy. The correct answer is Randy Rosebruna. Definitely. Yes, his, certainly. No, I mean I didn't know who he was three weeks ago, and now I do.
1: Yeah, I remember like his hearing his name. Um, in the trade, and I knew he was – I didn't, like, know what he looked like. I thought he was just a Jose Martinez type. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, only good against lefties. and He just has destroyed fastballs. You mm-hmm. can't get a fastball by him.
3: This is a pretty easy trivia question. Can you name the last team to force a game seven, and they were down 3 nothing in the series?
1: I mean, is it the Red Sox?
3: The '04 Red Sox—they won. They were down 3-0 to the Yankees, had an incredible comeback. There's great thirty-for-thirty 30 about it. They won the series. They won the World Series. It's one of the best teams of the last twenty years, for sure. Yeah.
2: So, got the roster set for the simulation. Let me show the screen. A reminder: Jack is the Tampa Bay Rays, and Zach is the. Los Angeles Dodgers, game one, simulates the Dodgers with a 6-2 win. Let's go. Zanino and Mumsey with home runs. A late, late rally in the bottom of the eighth. Peter oh, Fairbanks blowing the game. Let's go. And Blake yeah. trying with a long save. Wow. One-zero lead for Zach's Dodgers. Moving on. Game two, Snell versus Kershaw. And the Dodgers, again, 7 oh. nothing. Clayton Kershaw, seven-inning shutout. Um, and just Lake Snell got lit up. So, 2-0 lead. This game, by the way, they are, they don't have like pandemic rules, so they're playing in the home stadiums. And so now we're going back to Tampa, game three. Bueller. Versus Julio Urias. And it is 3 2 Dodgers win. Oh, wow. Zach up 3 to 2. Bueller trying in glass now out of the location oh, was put in for some reason. Yarvo and Jansen with the save. Rookie Betts 2 RBI. Jack's offense what? struggling again.
3: Up 3 0, but some questionable manage managerial yes. decisions by whoever my manager is. Dave Roberts. definitely That's
1: Dave find. Roberts. Yeah. who's exactly. Charlie Mowiton now. You, Wait,
3: yeah. Why is Kershaw pitching game four if he pitched game two? You don't have you three, pitch.
1: you only no, have three it's
2: pitches? He's been using Laz now out of the...
3: Yeah, why is... Okay, whatever.
2: Let me see if I can fix that real quick. Here we go.
3: He's All a right. starter.
2: Should wow. be should be good now. All right, back to playoff coverage. Game four, Dodgers <laughs> with a 3-0 lead. Go. And the Rays, 6-5. <laughs> okay,
3: you're looking at it. Dodgers'
2: late comeback falls short.
3: Three oh, runs in the ninth off Nick, Nick
2: Anderson, but they close it out. Look mm. at Pete,
1: though. Pete Look Fairbanks. Pete. <laughs> Two <laughs> out to
2: walk. Didn't wow. let any runs score. Yovo and May struggle.
3: Well, Looks five. like
2: they looks like they went with more of a bullpen day. Up yeah. to nothing saving everyone for the last three games. Game five. Three one Dodgers. Got a quick save going on.
3: My team yeah. win, right? Let's go. Oh.
2: Let's uh, in the White Sox,
3: in.
2: <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, Blake Snell. Rays win again. Oh, oh. 3-2 oh. win makes it a 3-2 series. Wow. Blake Snell, brilliant. Peter Fairbanks with a six-out <laughs> save. Wow. Kershaw He's struggles. I just... think we okay, might see 5. him again. One
3: three runs is not too bad, by the way. Not too but... bad.
2: Not too bad. Will Smith with a big two-run homer. Alrighty. Game six, back to L.A. To tough. <laughs> Here we go. You oh, game six. Tampa yeah, seven, go. Dodgers four. Oh. Oh, they come back goodness.
0: from three zero. John lead.
2: Curtis, Nick Anderson with another save, Bueller and trying to give up some runs. A Rosa Arena hits two homers. <laughs> what did we seven. expect? Game yeah. seven. Morton last now. Sport. Let's jump
3: in. Let's jump in. Here let's we go. Let's see it. Let's see. Wow, this is, I mean, blowing 3 0 lead. The here. nail
0: biter. Randy's on really fire. Is. All right. Skip ahead. Fourth inning. 3 on like 1 Tampa yes. Oh, yes. hey,
2: Got it. Come back. 3 1 Tampa lead. Up to a 4 2 lead.
3: That's Kike Hernandez. 4-4 oh, tie
2: my it it goodness. Up. Oh. Oh, no. Top of the seventh.
0: That it? move like on oh. Tampa. Bottom of the seventh, they tie it again. Oh my! Jacob, Jacob, God. Jacob, play it like as a real, like do make it the real thing, like, so we can like watch what's going on.
2: Uh, yeah, those last two runs, We yeah, had just a lot, a couple errors. two errors by uh by the
0: Rays and the, Heath, the Justin Dodgers. Turner. Eleven. They got the yips.
2: Uh, Joey right, Wendell. We're gonna, we're gonna play, We'll play the ninth. All right, top Third. eight. Scoreless bottom eight scoreless.
0: Okay, do the, the inning can in the,
2: in the, the Rays score do the sim. Do the sim. Justin Turner leaning off the inning. Game seven. Tie game. Turner. Hit by the pitch. Let's go. Oh. Rally started. G-man choy to the plate. Okay. If On G-man man
1: grounds into a double play.
2: He's gonna jam him. Fly ball to the left. That's gonna be <laughs> caught. Yeah. One away.
3: All right. Hold Louis on, Kevin. This game's going to go 17 8. Strike
2: three.
1: Oh, no. And he oh, would go up against
2: Manuel. Jansen, and he grounds it out to shortstop.
0: Bottom of the ninth.
2: Zach's team can walk off
0: Walk-off off. Off opportunity. Nick,
3: Nick Anderson with Brandon it. Lau. Oh. Wow. Wow. Gonna, he's There's three it. for three today. Single. Shallow oh oh. center.
2: High five play. Got there we go. he got it. Mogo, they great outfield defense. Mike Brasso.
3: Mike, Mike do and walk off. Hero.
2: Strike
1: three. Nope. Yeah. It's not realistic if Mike Brasso gets a hit versus a righty.
2: Mike yeah. <laughs> Zanino now. He strikes out. We go to the 10th. Uh, oh, extras. yeah. Going extra. Going
3: extra. In
0: game seven. Sounds about right. <laughs> Pull the tarp. Seven. Jeremiah's up. That's a strikeout. Oh. Save it. Oh, Let's go. Out.
3: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Kevin, stay in the ball game.
3: Single
0: Randy. by two. Ke- Randy. Randy on fire. it up the it middle. Let's
3: go.
2: First and second. Oh, he's
0: going to third. He now third? he's
2: saying. Chris Taylor probably going to bunt. Two. No, he's swinging away down the line. Oh, oh it gets, gets through. by him. No. Holds up.
3: Okay. Oh, the bases loaded. loaded. Nobody out. No Can we out. make a pitching change here? Come on.
2: Let's see. They What's got anyone left in the bullpen? Only got Blake trying who threw fifty-two pitches yesterday. So oh, that's yeah. in the game.
3: This is why I don't like my manager. Will Smith. Deep oh, left. Get out of here. Deep. Get out of <laughs> here. God. Oh Let's my God. Oh, Grand
2: slam. slam. Will Smith. No
0: um, way. I will sim okay, the rest right. of that
2: inning. Stable 10-6. Nick Anderson okay. trying to close out Pete. the World Series. I I am not available if, if they need him. Is he pitching in the series? I don't he think has not so. not pitching in the series. <laughs> Joey Wendell strikes out.
1: Let's go.
2: Hunter Renfro.
3: Zach's that. team going a
2: 3-0 lead? Strikes out. Kike Hernandez, last chance. Strikes out the side. Oh, wow, Francisco manager Jack Weinman, general manager general Jack, Man. Jack Weinman, manager
0: They've Kevin could seen that coming. Coming back that from was goals. a very historic World
3: Series. If we can get a World Series,
1: like I'd like that. to see that in this year's World Series. That would be
2: an amazing World Series. A nice five-hour game on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Look at Pete though. Kevin. Pete is just Pete. Pete is just you know on another Crystal level. Still Pete. Charlie Morton and Tyler Glass now both getting injured in Game Seven. I
1: mean, uh, I oh. mean, if you're pitching
2: every other day,
3: then.
0: yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, we should have done the fourth starter. Wait, hold on. Glass now getting injured? Will Smith Glass
0: now getting injured have anything to do with him being in the bullpen and then you switching him into the rotation?
2: It probably did. So well, not yeah, never started like that. You not the most realistic sim, but yeah, because after. Smith
3: Walker Buehler started games one and three, and yet he still won both. Then he started, like, game five. And then
2: the Dodgers blew it. Wow. Unreal. Yeah,
3: That's by the way, cool. what I
2: can also do is I can simulate a thousand games between oh, oh, yeah. your two teams to see over the long run who really is better off. And I'll go ahead and do that. It was a
3: close series, you know.
2: I'm guessing it's pretty close. And... Oh no, Jack's team. Oh, seventy-two percent win percentage. Wow. Brandon Lau, Joey Wendell, Corey Seager <clears throat> dominating. Why are the ER? Why wait,
0: scroll up? Why is the ERA on the average team ERA
2: is so high? Oh, you know that's because they have an eight-man pitching staff for the thousand right. series, so that's gonna that's <laughs> gonna cause some trouble. But uh. <laughs> So
3: clearly a very accurate simulation.
2: Yeah, not the, again, not the most accurate simulation, but Will Smith, four home runs in the series, MVP. In
3: the 1,000 game? Oh, in seven.
2: No, not in the seven game series. Wow. A thrilling series. Hopefully the real one's anything close to that,
0: but
3: can't wait to watch it. It's loaded podcast bringing you the most realistic simulation to date. We'll have, we'll
0: have more. We'll have more in the upcoming episodes. Anyway, we'll see, how,
3: episodes. we'll see how the t- teams do in the actual World Series. We can get fantasy
0: style. Yes. Either way.
3: Um, good night.
0: Thank you yes. all for tuning in. This has been episode 14 of Bases Loaded. And we have a special guest for you guys coming up for next episode. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll not spoil it. You just got to figure out who it's going to be. So definitely stay tuned, though. Alrighty. Everyone have a good night. Thank you all for tuning in.
4: Loaded bases, that's my motivation. Feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018 motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Yes, a couple is every generation That wasn't supposed to make it out But the code the matrix And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language Reminds that they strengthen all the stolen greatness We used to is at the mobile station, or serve a server, mobile motivation. My self educated, rude negotiations. Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait. No 10 on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration. Two kilos on my neck, like the 80s. Westside slots and have no my demonstration. the brains, y'all affiliated. It's really greatness. Riding around like I really made it. Loaded bases, I'm going willy maze. Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one. Swinging for the fences for the home run, even further beyond into the universe. But I have got to make it to first first. It feels like every second's being stolen. I risk it for every ticket we sold them. You got the ball, I'ma take it home. Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home. I was sitting on my link and I start thinking. Mm-hmm. I ain't gon' make a hundred mil off any stracing. More than likely I'm gonna end up in somebody's precinct or Even worse, horse and cares run the church laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it I ain't just out here for my health with it I wait the risk and the reward to ain't the scale tipping Let's all get on one accord and take the world it. Take the money, take the power and the girls with us Can't buy that food that they sell They breed drug heads and jail Look like all these ways that you real. It. That's why respect me to the utmost when you see me That's how I feel it. Cause I ain't feel I seen it coming, did not tell Different lanes, same passion for the mail. Switch lanes all black, two glass sellers. B12, too fast. Gone. Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one. Swinging for the fences for the home run. Even further beyond into the universe. But I've got to make it to first first. It feels like every second's being stolen. I risk it for every ticket we sold. In. Take it home, yeah. bottom line, I'm gonna make it home. Make it home. Yeah.